0: What's up, fandom? My name is Josh, and today I'm joined by Zach. Hey. And the immensely talented Mr. Jason Marsden. What's happening? Now, Now, Jason, do you prefer to go by Mars? Or I do you want we- me to call you Jason? Or I can just say, hey, kid. Like, lo- whichever whichever long- one you would prefer.
1: As long as you don't call me James, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Does that happen a lot? Yes. You should be like, man, Cyclops is great. Uh, just, just roll with it, man.
1: <laughs> I, always, I always say, like, you, you know, that's the, uh, that's the taller, better-looking Marsden. I'm the guy who does the, the wacky voices. I, had, I thought of this joke because I had heard a rumor that, that he was dating uh, – uh, um, oh, what's the gal's name, please? Wonder Woman? Gal, Gal- Gadot? Gadot. Gal Gadot. 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 I heard a, a rumor that he was dating Gal Gadot, so when every time everyone asks me if I'm James Marsden, I go, yes, I am.
0: <laughs> yes always just like absolutely might as well just roll with it yes if they get your name wrong it's like hey you know it works i mean you were a much bigger st- part of my childhood than james.
1: <laughs> i'm sorry what'd you say i said you're you were a
2: much bigger part of my childhood than james was that's for sure
1: that's right i was here first jimmy you understand <laughs> <laughs> go back to oklahoma where you came from oh that hurts no that's i'm, kidding. Where I'm from jimmy <laughs>
0: i'll just yeah that yeah, it's one of the few good things we we have very few things in Oklahoma that we can be proud about. Uh, James Marsden, Brad Pitt from my hometown, born in Shawnee, Oklahoma, moved right, very right. shortly thereafter, uh, and then I think I I guess we get Carrie Underwood, and that's like that's like the three. That's pretty much all oh, we got. Like the contest winner, Carrie the Underwood? contest winner, yeah. Okay, who went on to do? <laughs> Some things, (laughs) yeah. she sings the football. Uh, But no, yeah, Jason, you've uh, been—you were Max in the Goofy movie, Haku in Spirited Away. Uh, You were in Hocus Pocus, Lion King Two, Tarzan. You're in Young Justice, which I think got just got renewed for a season four.
1: Yes, yes. So congrats there. Thank you. That's awesome. Yes.
0: Um, But yeah, I was I was perusing your IMDb. And it was, I was just hit with like this wave of nostalgia. (laughs) Just because you've been in pretty much everything. I wrote almost a full page worth of stuff that you've been in. And I could have gone, done more, but I was almost out of my paper pad. So. Uh I mean, yeah, you were in like Extreme Ghostbusters, Gummy Bears, Eerie Indiana. I don't remember if yes. anybody remembers Eerie Indiana. Freaking love that show. Now uh Baywatch famed. Blossom, yeah. Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog, Marsupalami, another animated series that I don't think anyone remembers.
1: Disney Afternoon. I remember Days. it. Yeah. Yeah. All of those. Uh-huh. Uh
0: Batman the Animated Series. Uh you were in the uh the Goo series, Secret World of Alex Mack, where she turned into a Capri Sun. The Goo... Gu- <laughs> I mean, it was. She turned into a Capri Sun. Uh, you full house You carry boy. around in a little
1: pouch. Exactly. That yeah, when you put like, her with a straw. Yeah. But you never want to make her angry.
0: Because, it they get bad. Uh, but, yeah, like, just and, – and some of my personal favorites. And I did watch these yesterday just uh, because I saw that you were in them. Yes. You were in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation and Star yes. Trek Space Nine. Yes. I watched both of those last night. Yes. Because I was like, you know what? He's going to be on. Might as well watch some Star Trek. Doing some but research.
1: Fantastic. Zach, what did you do to prep
0: for this show?
2: So I am introducing my three-year-old daughter. <clears throat> Excuse me. I introduced her into the first and uh, sequel to Goofy Movie. Um, Fantastic. Okay. Those are my – I mean, when I was a kid, I, something – So so I just started working with Josh a little bit ago. and uh, This is his first episode. This is my first episode. He what? said he was going to have Mine you too. on
0: look at this <laughs> see it's, it's weird you come on you come on what's <laughs> up fandom and it's a first for everybody
2: Yay. he said is there anything you know that sticks out that you want to do and i said you're having jason marston on yeah like can i get on that like i i, I promise oh, I, won't I, I won't make a you. fool out of myself and and fangirl too hard but uh so yeah just uh i i didn't know about your variety show um so i watched the variety show mm-hmm. and you. introducing you know my daughter into the wonderful world of goofy movie and i can't and tell what's you daughter's
1: name her name is Andy. Andy, you know what? Andy and Max have in common? No. Both of their dads are goofy. <laughs>
2: Appreciate that. I am Andy. definitely gonna, gonna hit her with that head.
1: one. Josh Josh just shook his head. He's
0: like, I have and I have man. no daughters or sons to be like, <laughs> oh, sorry, unborn child. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, just
2: I mean when I was a kid, I knew every word to both of those movies. I mean I that was Growing up, Goofy Movie was my favorite all time movie. And, like, it's, that's this isn't one of those, like, I'm saying that because we have you on the show and I want you to like me. Like, legitimately, it was one of my favorite movies. And so. It is well, uh, it's as your also the first
1: time being a podcast host. It's probably one of the smart things to say that you enjoy that movie <laughs> while you have me on the show. Yeah, yeah even so sure. if you don't. I appreciate you, Zach. That's uh, that means a, a, a whole lot and uh, I'm glad you're you're breeding a new generation of Goof fans. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Can't beat it. I mean,
2: it held up super it's held up super well too. That's it really the other thing. I, think um, so I watch I watched like um like Pocahontas and don't get me wrong, it's a good it's a great movie, but um just the animation stuff isn't like when it came out, it was groundbreaking, but now it's like hard to watch.
1: And, yeah, you know, how is it hard to watch? Like that because it's, it's I just—it's really like choppy, inaccurate? Detailed. Well, <laughs> yeah. Besides
2: that,
0: <laughs> just just a wee bit historically inaccurate.
2: <laughs> just 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 a smidge. Just yeah. a smidge. But uh, no, it's just—it's held up really well. So it's one of those things that I enjoyed watching it with her. Mm. Um, yeah. You know. So that, the variety show, and, and like, you know, Josh said, looking into other things that you did. I'm sure it's hard as a, if, actually, I'm not sure. I'll ask you. Um, is it hard as a voice actor kind of getting like that recognition from, from fans and stuff? Um, just you because, know, you know, funny. they don't really see your
1: face a ton? Uh, it sort of started to trickle like in the 90s. Before, I would say like, I'd, I'd say voice actors gained popularity when the internet really burst you know sure Uh, but every every so often i'd go to the supermarket and and they're like hey do you want a paper plastic I'm like, oh can i have a paper please and they're like wait you sound like the guy from a goofy movie uh so it's it's happened here and there but definitely since the insurgence of of the internet and and a lot of people seem to be like you guys like myself like when i was watching saturday morning cartoons back in the day like i knew i i zeroed in on voices i knew michael bell was and and uh and uh uh, jack angel and, and all these guys um and so i recognize voices and a lot of people have that ear and 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 they're celebrating us uh like they are now so it's it's it it's gotten easier that's awesome so that's so true. what were you watching back in the day oh man i was watching transformers mm. back at, back when we had a series that would air every a new episode every day Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, come home from school, and there will be a new episode of Transformers, He-Man, GI Joe. Uh, all that was my was my jam. It was a big Transformers kook. Transformers was yeah, nice. the best.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so what were you like growing up? So we know you like Transformers, but what was little Jason like running around? You know, with his
1: like little light bright shoes, and you know, probably oh, you found the video footage. On stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, I was a hoodlum <laughs> in my light bright shoes, <laughs> chalking things. Uh, I was, uh, I, you know, I, I'm from Rhode Island originally, I grew up there, lived in Pittsburgh for a couple of years and um, I'm an only child. So I kind of always immersed my imagination into cartoons and television. I loved collecting action yeah. figures. Mm-hmm. I was more of an action figure guy than a comic book guy. Uh, but I did collect Transformers comic books because that, that, that held my interest. Um, I, don't know, I was always, I was always the guy the kid that the parents, the family, we gather for family, uh, you know, dinners and Thanksgiving and Christmas. And they're like, hey, Jason, come, come in here and, and sing the theme to Greatest American Hero. Would you do that? Do that thing, you know? I was always real, quick, real quick, real yeah. quick. Zach,
0: do you know the theme to Greatest American Hero?
1: I do not. Oh man, do you, heard, you know what we're talking about? No. Go ahead, never, Josh.
0: Never mind. Okay, so I said that and then I forgot how it went. Uh, Oh. Not, oh, I'm yeah, yeah. Talking Been on air. on air. I never, never thought, thought
1: be, I could be, be so,
0: so free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, so, I do know that. I didn't know what it was. The called. best, the best intro to a series called the like it's just it's called the greatest american hero so you're thinking you know like something like magnum pi or like the a-team something cool like that and they're like believe it or not and you're like what in the world
1: happened here <laughs> flying away on a wing and a prayer who could it be it's such a classic like 80s theme song so it's about this guy played by william Cat, who is ordinary dude who aliens come down and they give him a suit suit yeah With a book of instructions, and the suit gives him all these powers, but he loses the instructions. And he, but Uh, it's kind of like a hapless, you know, hero kind of guy. And I loved it. I love it. (laughs) Uh, All right.
0: Uh, yeah, speaking about you uh, you collecting, you know, action figures and everything, we had Adam MacArthur on, and we did a whole episode with him just about him collecting toys when he was a kid. So like oh, yeah. he would get, like, all the Ninja Turtles and Transformers mm-hmm. and He-Mans and G.I. Joe and all that stuff. So it's it's cool that, you know, you both share this, like, thing of uh, collecting action figures.
1: Yeah, I didn't really start collecting until my adulthood when, when – you know, then you realize, okay, so some of this stuff is like worth money, especially if you don't take it out mm-hmm. of the box. And, uh, and I had like a hallway of just action figures. And my, my son was like, can I just open one? Like, no, this is your, this is your college <laughs> fund, kid. <laughs> it's like, this is your inheritance. When yes. I die, you get yes. all of this. Yeah. Uh, now, unfortunately, like a lot of actually sold a big bunch of stuff to a local comic shop because I just didn't have, room for it anymore I just I kept the things that gave me joy like I'm a big Batman fan so I have all my Batman figures I'm not getting rid of those except for the Batman and Robin uh and Batman forever uh tie-ins those can go I don't care about that. <laughs> oh man really but <laughs> I have a bin of just Batman forever merch that I collected and I'm just shaking my head at I'm like does anyone even want this
0: oh man I... someone yeah. does someone out there someone um <laughs> So so when you when you have the, all these Batman's, uh, so do you have like the those old like animated series ones where it's like yes you get the ones where it oh, was like awesome. here's Batman but he's in orange because he's yes. in like night camo mode yeah. <laughs> yes
1: because he's going on a ski trip this is yeah. his you know I this be is seen his in this is snow. his winter
0: this yes. is his winter whites so he can Bright blend orange. in <laughs> so, yeah so the villain it was Barbie no, for boys that's what it was it totally. was and okay. they had those cool little capes like they actually had like co- uh, cloth capes cloth capes, yep. and they would like stick on the yep. neck i loved those those were like same. my jam growing up same i, same, I would same. take those capes and like put them on my jurassic park figures too sometimes Just i would cause... do that
1: i put them on my gi joes yeah you should
0: yeah, be like you, you know go. what you know what cobra would make be really cool if he had a cape you yes cobra, like batman cape <laughs> on cobra and you're like mm, blue and black doesn't really look good yeah, but he yeah, looks yeah. sinister <laughs> Oh, man. So, so Jason, like, I know, you know, we said we weren't going to ask it. So how, how'd you get into acting?
1: <laughs> wow. Did you, did you exhaust all the questions already?
0: I mean, not really, but yeah, like I'm already out year. of questions.
1: What was it? What was it again? How did I get into acting?
0: Yeah, something uh, like that. I'm sure you've never been asked it before. <laughs> Because, I mean, really, like, you, you've you done a, a wide variety of, you know, on-camera and, uh, <laughs> like, voiceover work. Mm-hmm. So, like, how, like, did you start off wanting to be, like, an on-camera actor? Or, you know, like you said, growing up, you're like, I really like these voice actors. This is what I want to do. How did it kind of spin in for you?
1: Well, uh, we had mentioned uh, before we started recording, I moved to uh, uh, Anaheim, California. I lived in Fullerton and La Mirada and... Uh, that's when we first relocated. My dad taught uh, ballet at Fullerton College. And uh, I was 10. And, uh, you know, we'd interact with local people and they'd tell my parents, like, hey, your son's cute, you should get him into acting. We're near Hollywood after all. So uh, my parents went, cha-ching, what a great idea. They <laughs> sent me to a, a workshop in Irvine, which is still actually, well, they closed because of COVID, but they do online classes now. Called Del Mar Media Arts, and they trained me for 12 weeks. They did, and it was all ages. Like, cause I remember going, and like the classes were like at night, it's from like seven to 10, every uh, once a week, every night for 12 weeks. And uh, we worked on, on scene study and commercial and voiceover, and uh, and uh, dr- drama, comedy. And then they sent me to an agent, and that agent signed me that afternoon, that day, and then immediately started saturating me on auditions, c- commercial, voiceover, movies. And it just sort of happened. I mean, yeah, I always, I mean, was a kid, I can't say I consciously was like, I really want to do this. I remember watching TV thinking like, I'd like to do this. This looks like so much fun. I'd watch shows like, I'm gonna name a bunch of shows Zach's never heard of, like, uh, <laughs> you can't do that on television. On, uh, on the, you know what I'm talking about, Josh? Yeah. Yes. On Nick- we're not, we're not that far apart in age. We're not I'm that far apart in age. How old are you, Josh?
0: I'm 32. I, I say we're not that I say we're not that far apart in age, we're like, oh no, yeah. Like That's, it's like 13 years. Yeah.
2: yeah. You look How great it? for 45. I hope Next. I look that good at 45. You, you,
0: look, you don't look anything over like 46. So it's the red I mean, it's the look. red lighting in
1: here. Man. Exactly. <laughs> it we can't see. All the <laughs> I'm invisible.
0: Here, let's here, real quick, let's all let's all play with our lighting. Zach, can you can you go a different color? I'm gonna be blue because I'm sad. I, I, I can't <laughs> you can't control. play with your lighting?
2: I mean, I can, He's, I can make, I can do this. You want me to do there that? we go. So we got
0: red, blue, and very yellow.
1: He just went into deity mode. Like, oh, <laughs> Zach. Mm-hmm. Watch, Nickel- watch early Nickelodeon, Zach.
0: <laughs> so Zach, like, do you know like Guts and like... Yes, you know, I love uh, Guts. So like, yeah. Guts of the, the Hidden Keg Temple. And everything, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what, there was Pete, a show. What about Pete and Pete?
1: Yeah, Pete and Pete, for sure. Uh, Danny so even before that, you guys, early Nickelodeon, had a like a, a sh- I think all the shows were like from Canada. Um,
0: it sounds about okay. right. <laughs>
1: they, they had a show called Pinwheel, which is like kind of like a Sesame street. So they had puppets, they had sketches, they had uh, like learning stuff. And they had this show that came on the afternoons called, you can't do that on television. And it was like um, laughing or hee-haw or uh, money Python. It was like Monty Python. Okay. okay. But, it, but it starred kids and they had two adults And adults would like rotate playing different characters and they had routine sketches they would do and they do stupid jokes. And I thought in order to be an actor, I had to say, I had to talk like, I had to say, sorry. And what are you talking about? Not realizing that was a Canadian accent, (laughs) but, but that's that, that I love that show. I was want to do stuff like that. And that we'll talk about later, but that's kind of like an inspiration for like the Mars variety show. It's like that, the classic variety show style, you know?
2: Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense because it was it was an interesting you know watching the Mars variety show it was an interesting because I was like I don't really see a ton of what you've done in the past that would kind of lead you down that down that path so that's you know that's cool to to
0: see
1: yeah yeah no I try (laughs) to keep it separated from uh uh can we talk about that now Yeah,
0: yeah uh you know Zach over here First time co-hosting and just like- What did I take it too far? All of my, no, I'm just kidding. There. <laughs> like you can bounce around. Took away all of my segues. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the Mars Variety Show. Um, so first series started in June of this year. Yes. Um, so during quarantine, which it was, was that like one of the reasons that like, had it been floating around that you wanted to do this variety show for a while? Or, you know, once quarantine hit, you're like, you know what? We're all kind of stuck. Let's go ahead and make this happen.
1: So how did like the Mars Variety Show like come about? Well, it, it started when I turned 40 and I, I decided to throw myself a variety show as a party. I, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee in 2013 and I, I, I just fell in love with the local music scene here and, and all the, the, the talent here is amazing. And there's comedy and there's circus performers. And I was like, you know what? I, 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 was, I was really interested in watching these old Dean Martin Show compilations Uh, and, and I thought I could do that. That sounds like fun. What a great way to celebrate, you know, 40 trips around the sun. I know art. I know musicians. I know comedians. I'll be the Dean Martin. So I, I got a place and I, you know, I kept it open to the public. So we had a packed house and it went over so good that everyone's like, we got to do this again. So I, I did four, uh, in a row. And, uh, and then, uh, I kind of branched off and started producing, live shows here uh, and sort of using my my prowess my fan base to showcase like yeah you know i know you you like goofy movie and step by step and all that stuff but but here like, i want to introduce you to some of these like great musicians that you really need to know about or these great comedians so uh doing it live and then i thought my background's television i would love to do this as a tv show like a classic variety show i know they've been trying to do variety shows but I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel. I think Laughing and Dean Martin Show, they really had it in the bag. It was very organic and very natural and, uh, and and fun. So I tried to pitch it as a TV show. Then COVID hit, and I thought, man, you know, it is a no-brainer just to do this now. I think audiences will be really forgiving if they see us doing it on our phones than a big studio. And, uh, and I just went with it. I produced uh, six... Se- six episodes in the first season. It was a tremendous hit. We just hit a thousand subscribers yesterday. Hey, uh, congrats! congrats. Thank That's you. awesome. we our first episode of our second season. I got an official sponsor this time, so the momentum hey. is good. Momentum. Yeah, good. it's
0: uh, organic fig liquor. F- oh, sorry, liquor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: did you call me? <laughs> 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 it's Kleiner Feigling is the name of the liquor. It's a fig. It's an all-natural fig liqueur from germany called kleiner feigling kleiner means uh little and feigling means coward but feig alone <laughs> says fig so it's like a play on words kind of thing little fig cowardly little fig all right <laughs> oh man and um, did you seek them out or did they seek you out well they sought me out at first because you know you mentioned i worked in hocus pocus and they also have a an alcohol brand called mozart uh pumpkin spice chocolate liqueur. And they're like, can we send you one of these? It's a bottle. It's shaped like a pumpkin. And you know, for, cause you're in hocus pocus, it seems like it'd be appropriate. And I said, sure. By the way, I got this show and uh, you want to, you want to maybe sponsor that? Like they're sure like send us a sponsorship deck. And I'm like, oh, "What a sponsorship deck. I had to like research all this stuff. I'm doing everything by myself. So I talked to some friends and helped me type something up. I sent it to them and they were an instant. Yes. Um, and they're like, yeah, we'd love to. We have this great product, Kleiner Feigling. We think it would go great with it. Can you do uh, pumpkin spice for your Halloween episode? I'm like, absolutely. They've been great. I mean, I'm definitely spoiled because you know, I've done commercials as an actor. And I know like how careful you have to be with a product. And they, they're they trusting the heck out of me. <laughs> so
0: I will say it was pretty funny because like, I watched uh, like, watched all of the first season variety show and watched the – the yes, first episode of the season yes. oh no worries. like I I wouldn't have kept it up if I didn't like it uh, yeah. but like yeah I, I I like when you you first walk into season two and it's your entire like front room is just like displayed in the merch yes. I was like that's a great way like there was part of me was like I hope he doesn't talk about it the entire time it's just like in every scene
1: Yes, <laughs> I, I, I. As part of the agreement, it's like I, I, I will include the product. You know, I, I don't want it to be a hard sell. I'll do a commercial, Um and it's got to be up to me. Like I, I, and, and they've been great about it. I, because I, I wrote, I, I had to write a contract and everything, and I just said, like, you know, I, I'll, I'll me and my, my, my writers will come up with ideas. You can have one rewrite, you can have one reshoot, but you know, let me let me run with it, and I'll and I'll plant everything organically. I don't want it to be like a in-your-face sell because the show it's about. It's about the independent musicians, it's about the, the indie artists. And, you know, uh, it, it, it's funny because, you know, Niche Import Company, the, this brand is it's a, it's an, sort of an indie brand in, in a way, so it, it really, it, it works. But I'm glad, I'm glad you, you appreciate the way I was presenting it. I didn't want it to be like, well, like I mean, like now like with Coke like commercial. I mean, now with like <laughs> right. a lot of
0: uh, you know, like stuff that you watch on like YouTube or podcasts. It's just like almost it feels like a sh- like a you know a shoehorned in yeah. ad yes. like yes. every time, and you're just yes, like yes, yes, yes. All right, uh, yeah. like I would pay more for podcasts if they didn't have that.
1: <laughs> I know they had. Yeah. Thank you, Spotify, for the 15 second advance button because I just hit that. Hit, oh, hit preach! That. Right, Jeez. absolutely. absolutely.
0: Um, <laughs> so yeah, with the variety show, you have a lot of you know varying guests on so you have like uh there's there's puppets there's singers uh there's a lot of jokes there's oddly shaped swings so what i was gonna say about them a very oddly shaped swing yes yes um sword swallowing there's uh there's that one girl that did that really cool like galaxy face art like on the Yes, the, that Ginger was really snap. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. You've also, yeah. You have had like bands and like. I really like that. Like on the season premiere, like that. Was it one out of ten? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought they were really good. Were
1: not they great? Um, I was so I was so disappointed because they're 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 new and their their sound wasn't like you couldn't the the lead vocalist is such a great mm-hmm. voice and they they couldn't uh, figure that out. But uh, but I I could not deny their energy and their sense of humor and I thought you know what. Again, people will be forgiving. I, I think if anything it'll draw people to to find them on Spotify, we can really hear them. Sure. But they were they yeah. were definitely worth <clears throat> showcasing.
0: And then it was Bennett, right? From yes. Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne, Australia, yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought she was phenomenal. She amazing. <laughs> Melts my face when she sings. So
0: <laughs> amazing. So so how did you like kind
1: of meet these people? Are these just people that you've met in your travels? Yeah, actually, I met I met Bennett when I did a, a comic con in Australia a few years ago, um, and it was funny because uh, she was like a a, a, uh, a volunteer there, and uh, and at this con, y'all ever heard of a silent disco? A silent oh, with the disco? headphones? Yes. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, for your listeners who don't might not know, imagine going to a club and. And you walk in and there's a, about 100 people dancing, but you don't hear any music. It's because they're all wearing headphones and the DJ is is sending the music to the headphones. It's it's so, it's fun. It's so much fun. And at this con, and every con I go to, I'm like, you guys have got to do this. They, have, they At this con, they had a silent disco. So because it was in Australia and the, and the time difference and I was exhausted, every time I had a break, we had the option to go to a green room and relax. But I knew if I sat down, I would just... Mm, you yeah yeah so i'm like i'm going to the silent disco who's coming with me <laughs> so i would go to the sound disco and bennett would would like came came with and she'd be singing along with the songs and she sounded better than like the, than the beyonce people. or all the people that were singing i was like is that you and uh and uh and we've stayed friends. And when I was doing the new season and I really wanted to branch out and, not, and showcase Beyond Nashville, I reached out. I was like, hey, you know, I'm doing a show on neighbors and you're, you're kind of like my neighbor. But, you know, you'd be part of this. So that's how I got Bennett. And one out of ten, they just solicited me. They found out through uh, um, a solicitation from somebody. They're in Glendale, California, and they, uh, they sent me submission to my, uh, my email and I, I gave it some attention. And, and, uh, and that's how it worked out. So I, I find people I know, and then I put out a call to action, and uh, or I just contact people directly that I like.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, like listening to one out of ten, I was like, you know what? We kind of need a uh, we need a new podcast intro. So I think I may shoot him up. And Dude, not shoot him up. That's a weird way to say that. I may mean, I think I may hit him up. Yes. And <laughs> just be like, hey, you guys, are we're, we're all in California. Let's make something happen.
1: Josh, that, I really hope that happens. Let me know if that happens because I think that's. Amazing. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, because like, I was listening to it and I was like, that's a really poppy song. Like I was I was digging it. I was like, man, if they could get if we could get you guys into a studio and, you know, mm-hmm. yes. record it and, you know, yes. get some really good vocals going. Yes, I yes, think yes, we, yes, 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 yeah.
1: yes. I love that. I love that. that. That's just that warms my heart. It's exactly what I want the show to be about. I want it to I want people to recognize new talent and and utilize it. And however inspires you. This is great. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. Oh Thank no you. worries.
0: And uh, you've had someone that I think we're supposed to be having on sometime soon. He's at a very busy busy schedule, Mister Dante Bosco. Who? Uh, Rufio, I believe his name is. Sounds familiar. Something yes. like that. He was he was some other guy in some animated show.
1: My uh, buddy Dante. Yes, yes, yes. You're gonna talk with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been reaching out. Uh, I was supposed to be reaching out again this week to s- finalize everything with his assistant. So. Hopefully, you know we can make something happen for like November.
1: Perfect, perfect. He's a great guy.
0: He seems like it. He's friends. like I've like. Have you read his book uh, from Rufio DeZuko? I have not. Oh I man, must do that. it's great. Yeah,
1: I think I'm I have so an extra in all copy. My reading.
0: If I have an extra copy, I'll send you one. Oh, please! I, 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 I ordered to a bunch. Anything. I ordered a bunch for a giveaway, <laughs> and then we never actually gave them away. So. <laughs> uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll make that yeah i'll i'll look and see if i have any i'll, I'll get that to you awesome. um so i think zach has some a question about a con that you're going to be in this weekend
1: does zach have a question about a con i'm doing this week i do
0: so you're doing
1: it's do called Gally- sorry oh. real
0: quick did you see that that was like t-ball level we put we put it on the t and then
1: Zach comes over knocks it thank you I, th- I i don't know if it was just the zoom but there was a little bit of delay you can work on that because it was
0: a zoom There was there was no delay in our content <laughs> okay. it was the
1: all right we got to haze the new guy you know <laughs> i i need it i i to be
2: honest with you, i was super nervous about this i've been like anxious all morning so i feel like I. he didn't been sleep gone. at all
0: he hasn't slept in the last four days <laughs> that's how anxious he's been he's been awake his daughter's like daddy daddy he's like no <laughs> so
2: so, Jason, you're doing GalaxyCon live. Is that is that correct on the on yes. Saturday, the 26th? So this, yes. this Saturday. So just a couple days here. Yes. Um, yes. Can you talk to me a little bit about how a virtual con is going to work? Um, I, I'm super interested in kind of the whole what you're going to be doing because I think it, you have like
1: autographs and one-on-one chats. Like, how are you doing all that through? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I I'm kind of curious myself. I've only done one. I've done two virtual cons since the lockdown. Um, both were like very independent um, and modest. Um, but uh, the first one I did was produced by some local folk here in, in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, and it blew me away. I mean, I I didn't realize there were so many other chat video chat capabilities besides zoom, there's discord and this and this and that, and you can go here if you want music. And, and we did a, we did like a Q and A, and then you can go back later and there's like a dance party, which I did. I didn't think it was, it was so much fun. Like there was like a, a you could see, it was like 20 or so people on the screens. And, uh, and I set up my living room with like a disco and, and smoke machines and stuff. And, and uh, you could listen to the DJ. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, the other one was like a horror, uh, a theme show, and I I had played N, Eddie Munster, so they had me and the original Eddie Munster, Butch Patrick, kind of doing a Q and A Q&A with a guy. Um, you don't you know the, you don't get any audience reaction. Uh, that's the only difference. But I'm I'm very curious as to I haven't done one with the autographs or or anything like that, so I'll, I'll I'm very curious about it myself. But Galaxy Con's a big show. I'm sure they have it all uh, figured out.
2: Yeah, um, I hope they get you up to speed kind of, <laughs> it's super close. So I'm sure before, you, before you actually
0: start and just be like, all right, Jason, go. <laughs>
2: yes. <Be> like, mm. <laughs> And then, um, so you're going to be there with, um, well, you won't be there. You'll be where you are with, uh, Bill Farmer. I saw yes. in your, in your Instagram post, pop. So, talk to me. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, your guys' relationship? Um, kind of, have you been friends, you know, the whole time? Like since you started, working in this space or, or did you kind of just reconnect recently?
1: I met Bill uh, when I was doing, uh, I was like the official announcer for the new Mickey Mouse Club on the Disney channel. Coming up next, it's the new Mickey Mouse Club. And, uh, and I would go into these, uh, it was like a, almost three times a day gig, excuse me, three times a week gig. And I go to this recording studio. And then one day uh, Bill Farmer, Wayne, Alwyn and Roosie Taylor uh goofy, Mickey and Minnie respectively, walk in and I knew exactly who they were uh, and uh, and they were so nice uh, we have we've have recently lost um, uh but uh i i i met I met them the first time there, and actually even before that, wow! I just remember this, they were doing a Disney babies cartoon, kind of like Muppet babies. And I read for baby Donald and baby goofy. And I got, I booked the baby goofy, but the show they every day never actually produced it. So I think that was my opening to Bill I was like, Hey, you know, I, I, I was gonna play like baby you. It was so cool. Then, um, yeah, I don't think i m- I saw him after the fact until I booked the movie. And then that's when uh, uh, we started really working together. That was like, about a almost two years of recording for us, and Bill is is one of the coolest dudes. He's so nice, you know. He's from Texas. He's He's, he's so chill, uh, uh, you know. Uh, he we we've, we've been to Burning Man together. I've seen him at Burning Man. Uh, he he throws epic Halloween parties, and I love doing cons with him because for those who don't know who he is, you'll walk by, they'll walk by a table and they just kind of see this kindly like older looking guy in a Hawaiian shirt. He's there looking at his phone or whatever. And then they look at his table and they see a picture of Goofy and they look at him and they go, are you Goofy? And he goes, sure, sure am. And they just burst into confetti, these people. So watching him give joy to so many people and he loves it. He loves it. And I, I'm crazy about him. He's, he's an outstanding human being
2: that's awesome that that's great i love you know that you guys still have kind of that relationship you know from from that long ago and and to be able to do it um you know one of the reasons i loved goofy movie is um i felt like it had a lot of parallels in the way that kind of max my dad wasn't kind of dorky um (laughs) but or or goofy um but we just growing up kind of didn't see didn't see eye to eye i was Um, waiting for
1: that (laughs) And
2: uh, and um, so it's just, it's one of those movies that, that really pulled at my heartstrings. And I just, I love, you know, um, kind of the parallels I could see between that and, and Sir, my own life.
1: You're not the only one I, that I, I have found since going to cons or I get fan mail that a lo- like the majority of people who really glum onto a goofy movie are kids who've had like tumultuous or Relationships, relationships with their parents, and they'd say like, "But we watched a goofy movie together, and it really brought us together." Uh, and that warms my heart. You know, you work on these things as an actor, and you never know how people are going to receive it or what it means to them. So that's that's tremendous. I love hearing that. And that, and and I always thought Matt Max was such a dick to his dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his dad just like Goofy's just a just, wee bit, oh. just, just a wee <laughs> bit, just a wee bit. You know, and uh, and and I now I get things. It's like like people who are younger who watched it are like, yeah, you know, Max just wanted to go see the power line concert. What's, what was, what's the matter with goofy? And then they get older and they have kids and like, you know, they just, he just wanted to spend time with his son. That's yeah. all he wanted to do.
2: <laughs> it's an interesting point in your life when you, when you flip, right. Yeah. When you, yes. Because yeah. when you're a kid, I, I related so much to Max just wanting to go to the power line concert. Yeah. And then as I got older and then I started having kids, I was like, man, you feel, I feel, it almost makes me feel guilty to watch the movie um, because I'm like, ah, man, I can think of all these times, you know, uh-huh. where I did something. I mean, I didn't change the map and take my dad to a line concert and end up in a river, <laughs> but, you know, just did things like me and my dad were going to go see a movie together and I went and saw it with my friends instead, you know, and things uh, like that.
1: Sure, sure. And,
2: and so that's, yeah, it's what a, what a great project. What a,
1: I don't know. I, I I want to touch on on something just because we're talking about Bill and the movie and stuff but I but uh, I I think one of the main reasons it it it's it still holds up and it's so good is Bill's performance like I, I don't know if you guys know but he was challenged tremendously on that on that movie there was talk about like replacing him getting a celebrity like Steve Martin oh, wow. they they at one point just wanted him to use his own voice and not the whole goofy thing they just wanted him to be like straight up Bill uh, and it, and a lot of people who think that voice acting is all about just making wacky voices, it's not, it's about the performance. And Bill just nails that performance. He really, everyone asks like, what's my favorite scene in the movie? It sounds weird, but the scene with Goofy and Pete in the hot tub together, <laughs> sounds weird. But it's a, it's, a, it's a grounded conversation between two dads. Yeah. And it just, it, it's, it's a, in a weird place in the movie, but it just works. And that's you know, also thanks to Kevin Lima, our fantastic director. Yeah, I
0: mean, you get a lot of emotion that happens in that scene. Yeah, cause that's when yeah. Goofy figures out that Max has taken him to go yeah. see Powerline instead. And just like, that's when he just like, the all the emotion just kind of hits and everything. And you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's when
1: you really feel bad for Goofy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man. And then he says to Pete, hey, you want to get a fake liquor? <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's a horrible throwback. It's a horrible throwback.
0: Uh, you want to go ahead and promote it? I'll let you. go ahead." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um, So, uh, so you've, you've done all these, all these crazy things and you said uh, previously that you, you didn't really know that, you know, something was going to, you know, hit like, has there ever been anything where you've, you know, recorded or been in that you're like, you know what, this is going to be like super huge.
1: Every time I think this is going to be huge. I did a, I did a movie of the week uh, called return to the bat cave where I played a young Burt Ward and I was like, this is going to make my career. Everyone's going to see this because everyone loves, you know, Adam West and Burt Ward, Batman and Robin, that classic 60s show. Yeah, nobody saw it.
0: <laughs> Did you get to do the holy schneider, you know, that the whole, yes. the whole bit? Okay, awesome. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, uh, what was that? I forget because they didn't, they didn't write that in at all. But there was one scene like, I have to say a holy something. Uh, holy villain, Batman. It was, it, there's a scene where, if you watch the old 60s show, they walk up a wall, they scale a wall, which is really mm-hmm. horizontal, and there's someone holding up the capes. And there's always a celebrity that opens the window and pops up. And our celebrity was Betty White, which is awesome. Oh, nice. That's fantastic. And, uh, yeah. And I think I said, holy, oh, holy skyscrapers, Batman. And I got to do that scene while Bert and Adam were on set watching us do it. So it was, that was a, that was, oh man, yeah, that's awesome. I did, I did a movie with uh, um, Ridley Scott. Uh, called White Squall and, you know, Ridley Scott's got a, a great pedigree and, and you think that's going to be a big thing and you're working on something that's really intense and, um, you know, it just doesn't get a lot of love. You know, uh, I've learned to just show up and work and enjoy it and, and let the cards fall where they may.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I'm right there with you. Like I've done stuff that like I did, I've recorded one thing uh and I did it back in 2018, mm-hmm. and nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a whole thing, and it was like it was a thing with Netflix, and it was going to be really mm-hmm. cool. And I recorded it, and it still hasn't come out. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's coming out. I think they Man. just spit the bullet on
1: it. And I remember doing this, uh, I booked this cartoon. It was a series. We did a full, we did recorded like 13 episodes. And it was like a, it was like a Power Rangers kind of thing, but it was like the Zodiac. So it was like every superhero was like a part of the Zodiac. So there's many mm-hmm. characters and it was, there was a lot of actors on that thing. And I remember the first episode we're all gathered together and the producer gives us a, like a, a pep talk. He's like, you know, I've worked on Voltron. I've done all this stuff. And this show is going to make a down payment on your house guys. Cause this show is going to make it. And I'm, and I'm looking at, cause there was a lot of new voice actors a lot of new actors there, and I could just see their eyes getting really big. And I'm looking at the other veteran actors, and I'm like, "No, let's just let's just let's, can we just start recording and see what happens? Let's not jump that far ahead." And that show didn't go anywhere. <laughs> nowhere. nowhere, nowhere, nowhere,
0: nowhere. Oh man, how, how how are you? How are you keeping busy there dur- I mean, you've got the variety show. Like, how are you keeping busy during this quarantine? Because it's been, it's been rough. I've been watching a lot of TV, like a lot. I don't know about you guys, but it's been a lot of TV.
1: I want – I'm work. craving to watch more TV. I've been, I've been wanting to dive into old movies and stuff, but I've been so – like the Variety Show really is a lot of work. It's – it's, you know, I, I produce everything myself. I edit it. I have to reach out to talent. Um, I have a little bit of help this, this time, and thanks to, uh, to our sponsor. I got a little bit of dough to, to, to hire some people to help, but it's really – you know, when you see the show, it's, it's, it's kind of like putting together pieces of a puzzle from several different packages. Sure. And, and the toughest parts is recording my bits and the intros and outros and, and whatnot. Uh, and I can't do that until I get the content delivered to me. And a lot of people are, you know, missing deadlines and sort of things. So it's, it's quite a bit. And, and let's just be honest, I procrastinate. I procrastinate a whole bunch. <laughs> sure. You know, I got a routine and stuff. Like I was supposed to shoot something yesterday. I didn't start till like midnight last night and then I'm shooting and it's, and it's terrible. Uh, I'm, it's, it, it's a lot and I'm, hu- and I'm still hustling. I'm trying to get, you know, more voiceover work uh, sure. from here. Like I said, I'm in Nashville. So since like COVID, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a local, you can record wherever. Sure. So I'm trying to remind everyone in LA, I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm still available. <laughs> yeah you know it's all now you have wrestling. you have people missing your
2: deadlines to be on your variety show yeah <laughs> yes. i mean if if you called me up or, or i reached out yes. to you and you said yeah you could be on my show send me you know a clip of you doing music or whatever it is that you do i'd be like i get it to you tonight like it'll well, be in your email tonight
1: well zach hop up on that unicycle and do that trick you do and send it to me <laughs> yeah tonight, zach really what's
2: what's your special talent that we don't know about my special talent yeah uh, I don't think I have a special talent. I've, I've put more babies on ventilators than I know how to count. All right. So it's
0: not a bad talent.
1: Hopefully they needed them.
0: They did. Yeah. No, it was just fun. This was actually like three years ago. He was trying to get that Guinness record.
1: <laughs> like how many
0: babies can I get on? Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, but no, yeah, it's been, it's been definitely difficult. Like as a, as a voice actor, Mm -hmm. uh doing the the starty out stuff um it has been really difficult so i mean like i i have no idea like how it goes for you know a veteran voice actor um or actor even who i mean like there's not a lot of stuff that's being really produced like a lot of the stuff that you know like we've had like we've had people on the show we've had like uh jurassic world camp cretaceous keepo uh all you know a bunch of these netflix series like they've been done for a while mm-hmm. or at least, you know, like the majority of it has been done. Um, have you been finding that it's, there's not a lot of, you know, new projects coming up or are they casting for stuff right now? Like original animation that they're just like, eh, maybe we can do something a little bit later with it. We're going to go ahead and do the cast. Like, have you run into stuff like that?
1: I have not. Um, I- I've actually seen a lot of new projects come in and video games hmm. and stuff. And people are, They've been adapting rather quickly uh, with uh, like recording at home. Like I, I, I had to upgrade my my system a bit. I got a new mic. Um, and I'm talking to Dion right now. I had to get Source Connect so I can connect with studios. I had to learn that, it went, which wasn't really difficult. And then, um, uh, and I guess the the problem, the only problem I've come up against is is a lot of a lot of studios aren't quite ready to pull the trigger yet because yeah. even though that actor gets all the gear and they get the stuff it's still not 100 percent like professional quality so they have to pay to re-record and uh, and they don't want to do that so it's it's i have to turn into a like a, a hustler and be like i look i'm telling you i got professional quality stuff you know look no further it's uh you're always you're always selling your stuff selling, you know always showcasing but no thankfully there's still been auditions coming coming in
0: nice i mean from from the audiobook world those never stopped yeah so because because conveniently you don't have to go out to a studio to write a book you can do it inside right, right, right um but yeah like so like i've been doing a lot of audiobooks and yeah zach's been killing it like you did a whole career change me yeah yeah no the yeah. other zach <laughs> i'm sorry that that it's your hazing no oh, there we go Uh, yeah, you did a whole career change. You're over here on, uh,
1: what is it? Customer support
0: now? Oh no, I I do sales, sales. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Now you just sell.
1: Oh, so you went from actor to sales?
2: No, I went from healthcare to sales. Um, Healthcare. I chose a perfect time to quit my director job at a hospital and sell products to companies where they would normally take those products to trade shows that are not happening. So
0: couldn't have made a better decision. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Josh, do you enjoy doing audiobooks? books?
0: Uh, it's, it's not. I mean, I, I enjoy it. Like I've been doing a lot of stuff with, uh, do you know ACX? They're the ones that, you know, Audible pretty much works with. I don't. Um, there. That's the one that I've been normally doing um, and it's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will get sometimes and it's been happening a lot more frequently where you'll record a whole like segment. Like, there was, there was this one where, like, they want you to do, like, 15 minutes and everything. I recorded the full three-hour book for them, mm-hmm. and then it got taken down by the rights holder. And I was like, if you weren't the rights holder, why would you post this book? And, oh, my gosh. So that they can take the audio that I did. Because, like, it was, like, three hours of reading, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. it ends up to be about five-ish hours because I had, yeah. we had to, I had to edit everything, make everything look good. To uh, re, redo right. things. Um, and so I did all of that. And then they just basically went and took it and then like are selling it on some like third party site and I got nothing from it. And I'm, it's wow. just one of those where it's like there's no really, sense. there's no like real way to police it unless you go f- straight from like HarperCollins or like Penguin, somewhere like that, or, like an actual place that is trying to do like their actual books whereas acx is a lot of you know it's just audible originals so it can be you know you could write a book and be like hey i want somebody to do the voiceover for it and send it to acx and it could be one of a thousand people that are doing this audiobook for you
1: and you don't get paid until unless they use you
0: uh normally yes like if you like it a lot of it is like the ones that i've been paid for have been like paid upon delivery so like If it's like, I'll do my three hours and it's like 75 words or whatever. And so I'll like, I'll get that. Um, And it'll be like a lot of it's a royalty share because a lot of people don't want to pay. Yeah. They're like, I don't know if this book's going to do well. So I'm going to do a royalty share. Mm -hmm. And so I'll get like X amount from something. But Mm -hmm. it's also not like the, the narrator's union is not like super big. So, it's very, like, there needs to be some work in making things happen for that. Gotcha. Cause, yeah, because I've
1: heard that, that audio book recording is, it's, it's a lot of work, obviously. It is. Um, for very little return.
0: It is. Uh, like, um, if you're doing stuff, you know, frequently, like, my friend, like, I have a friend, Tim Page, and a friend, Liam, uh, who, they're booked out. Like, I think Tim's booked out through March. And, like, Liam, uh, I talked with him in June. And he was booked out through October. So he's probably past that now. So they're doing a lot better, but they've actually, like, Tim has an agent and he's been in the industry for a while and he works for Penguin. Mm -hmm. So he gets a lot of that stuff directly from them. So he's getting paid like actual, Mm -hmm. you know, union fees, whereas the rest Mm -hmm. of us on ACX, it's all like non union. So. It's it's very hit or miss if you're going to get paid. And it's also very interesting. like I've done more auditions for audiobooks than I've done voiceover recently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a voiceover one, like how if, – if you're doing an, uh, an audition for voiceover, how long does that usually
1: take? Well, it depends on the project. I, I can sometimes sit in here for half an hour on one audition. And yeah. sometimes, you know, uh, I did one before I got on with you guys. It took like 10 minutes.
0: Exactly. 10 minutes. Yeah. But, I mean, like, trying to do – you're doing a 15-minute thing that you have to edit down and everything like that. So, you're looking at maybe, like, 45 minutes. So, I've done more of those than just, like, a quick little, all right, so this is – like, I have a script. Ah, here's a script. Just a video game one. So, Mm. read that thing and then just go from there and you're just like, yeah, okay, boom, done. Gave some efforts that they wanted, all that fun stuff. And then – you know, I'll like for every like hundred of those that you send out, you'll. I don't know about you, but like every hundred of those I send out, I'll maybe get like five ish callbacks or oh, follow ups. I mean,
1: I'll, I'll be perfectly candid. I mean, uh, I, it, there's so much competition out there. Oh, like, yeah. I, I got one callback this year. That, that's, that's it for an animated thing. And then, uh, I've read for hundreds of things and, uh, and nothing. It's, 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 uh, the competition is fierce, and you know I, I have I just have to keep reminding myself that I'm good at what I do and there's a place for me and just keep at it.
0: Yeah, and the competition's not going anywhere either. Like there's yeah. more people coming.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, good uh, for them. Yeah, if they think they can do better than us.
0: <laughs> they definitely do better than me. Like, <laughs> uh, that's like.
1: Well, I was uh, I did a a workshop because I don't book commercially. Like I was like I can't get arrested commercially. And my feedback is, and, um, and I, I completely understand, but it's like, I come across too polished. I talk fast mm. and, uh, and, I, and and I have a little bit of an arrogant side. So, you know, I don't think that's the kind of person you want to sell your product, uh, uh, but people are booking My the, the workshop teacher gave us an, an example of someone they hired for this campaign. And it was like someone off the street, and the, it was such a plain, effortless, emotionless read. But it kind of worked, and and that's what clients are glomming onto these days. Mm. So I have to recondition myself to be less polished. You know, I have to I have to allow myself to sound uh,
0: real, you know, almost. Less, yeah, real, yeah, real less
1: slick, and that's. That's tough. It's really tough. I, I do not mind admitting that.
0: Yeah, like that's, that's what I'm doing tonight with uh, my, my friend Jesse. We're doing a, uh, he's an actor up in Canada. And yeah, we're doing a whole, like he's helping me work on like commercials for demo, a demo for commercials and everything because I've never done commercials. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, you know what? Might as well get into it. Because I mean, it's, it's not really, and yeah, what you said about you know the speed of your voice it's hard because like especially with audiobooks they want you to kind of talk a little like this sure. you have to have yeah pauses in your sentences and it doesn't it's just like it's not a fun way to talk yes. and like i've had one where like <laughs> dude was like man you need to slow down i'm like but you wanted this and you you wanted five hours and i got you five hours like yeah but it's really hard to understand be like well then, don't make it five hours. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's fun. I say, give
1: audiobooks a chance. I'd like to. Uh, anyone's listening that wants me to read their book,
0: start start off. I mean, honestly, like, do something like ACX. It's free. Um, like, find like a kid's book, something like that. Sure, easy peasy. Or just I love reading. Or just son. email like yeah. email Penguin. I can send you the link for their like actual in-house stuff
1: hook me up bro yeah uh yeah i like i love reading my son and i uh you know I, you had you ever have to read something that you're just not interested in a you lot have to get yeah <laughs> a lot there
0: there was this one i saw that you came just pick and choose right yeah yeah like they came yesterday i mean you can pick and choose but i mean like if you if you get too picky then you don't book anything Mm -hmm. um there was this one that i saw it was a royalty share of course it was act prep oh man and it was like i don't even remember it was like 2.2 million words or something and it was like 30 hours and it was just like yeah have fun with this and it's like who would ever do that but people do it like cookbooks cookbooks are really fun they're not they're terrible because really? it's just like it's just boring there's nothing there it's like are you allowed to likes? have any liberties you
1: know like i would depends it on
0: like, depends on the you right take a
1: tablespoon of uh of baking soda uh, <laughs> and uh and some cocoa they turn up that go ahead and turn up that oven you can't just or do you have to read it like you know, have to you have
0: to read what they give you
2: that would and, crush as a cookbook though i would listen to that for sure
1: yeah I think so like, that would be
0: a good book but, I mean, yeah, a lot of it's like... I'd read cookbooks. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I mean, if they let you give any sort of freedom, they'll do it. But otherwise, they're like, no. And usually, they also want accents, which, I mean, mm. I can do accents. Accents not a problem. Mm-hmm. But some of the accents, they're like, I want it more like this. But, but that's not... You said Cockney. That's not a Cockney mm. accent. That's Welsh. Like... Uh. Like I, I want it to sound like, uh, you know, a Scarsgard. Be like, that's not even English. Like, <laughs> like what? What are you wanting here? It's it's one of those. It's fun. Like, fun. Uh, yeah. Like, I want a South African accent. Be like, okay, I can, I can try.
1: <laughs> <laughs> South African's tricky.
0: Like, like how South African do you want it? Do you want to like the expanse South African, or do you <laughs> want to like? Uh, what was that one with the aliens? District nine, South African. Like what type of South African are you wanting here?
1: That was, wasn't that New Zealand? Oh no, that was South African. You're right. Yeah. I thought that was New Zealand. Uh, yeah. And you're, you're just at the, the, the mercy of, of what they, they think they want.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's the worst part.
1: Whereas, I mean, like with an audition,
0: like you, you do everything for your audition and then, if you book it, they will tell you the little intricacies that they want, which is nice. Mm. Whereas with oh. the audio book, it's just like, do it like this. Yeah. And If they don't like you, then it's like, meh. I got four I, other people that auditioned for those.
1: I had this interesting uh, thing happen to me last week. I booked a, a video game and Congrats. they, thank you. And they, they said, all right, we love what you did. Um, we're going to, we're going to deconstruct that and do something completely different. So we had, we spent the time doing like experimenting with different things. And then at the very end, they had me do my audition. It was, it was a very interesting thing. Well, they there was like, I think it was like a presentation for a video game. So they were, they were kind of auditioning different, different things, but it was, it was interesting when, you know, you audition, you give them this and, and I guess they trusted me enough to, to be able to play with it. Which was which was great and flattering, but that I've never worked on that before. It actually made me a little nervous. Oh man, uh, Jason, is is
0: there anything uh, coming out uh, that you are allowed to share with us? I know those pesky Indians. No,
1: I can't talk about the video game stuff. Uh, I mean, Young Justice is a is um, everyone knows about that. Um, I don't know, Warner Brothers gets so uptight about us talking about it. So uh, we sure. all know Young Justice is there. Yeah, and they I, they had I, a whole. They had their. They had
0: two whole um things they had two of those dc universe yes. yeah, uh, yeah. or D, D fan, the fandoms
1: yeah which they just don't want any sort of details at all yeah yeah you know which is which makes sense
0: like oh, yeah. they don't want you to you know know everything and then you spill it and then it's like mm, yes well, well there how goes about the a little season trust?
1: Like I'm not Tom Holland giving away, uh, <laughs> giving away things but like uh but I I remember uh, I was working on, when I was working on Cora, I did a couple episodes of that. And in the session with me was a Jason Isaacs. Was that Jason who played Draco Malfoy's dad?
0: Yeah, Jason Isaacs. Mm-hmm.
1: He was there and I was like flipping out. He was so nice. And I, and I did the session and I, and I left and I tweeted. I was like, I can't believe I just worked with Draco Malfoy's dad. And I just put hashtag Korra. And Ooh. within a half an hour, My agent got an angry phone call from Nickelodeon. And she's like, you're not allowed to do that. I'm like, what did I do? He's like, you said you're... I'm like, I didn't say who he was. I didn't say what he played. I was very vague. I didn't say what I was doing. I mean, isn't... I thought any sort of publicity would be good publicity. But no.
2: uh... Josh didn't understand your um, Tom Holland comment because he doesn't watch Marvel
0: movies. So... No, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. I don't want you disney marvel movies i like the fox stuff which i guess is now technically (laughs) disney but back in the day it wasn't (laughs) i like tom holland he's great i was hoping that uh you know they were going to be like no more you know crossover stuff and we would just have spider-man be spider-man and do his own thing and then that didn't happen
1: he did. He did, well. No, I guess they did throw the other characters back yeah, in. Yeah,
0: they, they kept throwing him. That's... I didn't mind
1: it. I like it. I like I like him as Spider Man. I like the the movie. I love
2: stuff. it. I absolutely yeah.
0: love it. I'm just a poor DC boy over here.
1: <laughs> I shared this uh, this thing that's been going around of uh, of how how the Avengers Endgame should have ended, and they have uh, Doctor Strange's magical circle, you know, sparking out yep. and and opening up, and then Tobey Maguire comes out in <laughs> Spider-Man 3 doing his little dance.
0: That would be amazing. That would have this been a way guns. better ending to the movie. <laughs> I didn't see those movies. Uh, I assume it would have been a better ending to the movie than
1: Endgame, the last two uh, more Avengers movies were dope. I thought they were I, I completely I, I agree. dug it. I dug it. Fantastic. Do you, like, do you like the DC movies, Josh? Do you like the DC? Yeah, that's my that's Superman my jam. And, what about this Batman versus Superman? That catastrophe? You like that? <laughs> It wasn't bad. You're Here's the first
0: thing. Person I've heard Here's say the that. thing. The whole Batman versus bad. Superman. There's not a single person. And if they if they said they were, they're lying to you. There's not a single person that were like, wait, Martha and Martha. Nobody put that together before Batman versus Superman.
1: Honestly, I didn't
0: see yeah. exactly like I've no, I've loved and been in love with Batman for years. Mm-hmm. we dated on and off, <laughs> Um but like. I've been, and I never once was like, oh
1: my gosh, it's both Martha. I know, therefore they should have gotten along instantly. That's my, that's my, that's my. Your mom's Martha, my mom's Martha. What, let's be friends. Why are we fighting? Come on. I mean,
0: I just like what they did with, you know, those when you're, it's just like, oh yeah, we show Superman destroying everything, which I don't know. That was my one problem with DC. DC, please sponsor us later. Uh, we want to do stuff for you. <laughs> but that was my one problem with those movies is just like the total destruction, and and yeah. that's something that like never really gets addressed because like Metropolis gets destroyed, and then you know afterwards it's just well, they like, do they, they address okay. it
1: in Batman versus Superman because at the beginning Bruce Wayne's like he's he's out he's out there in the middle of it yeah people and that's how he forms his opinion on on Superman. Yeah, it's Um, there
0: for a whole like five minutes and then it's completely forgot about the rest of the
1: movie. And to me, and I'm just still like, uh, you guys see the Christopher Reeves, Supermans? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, Like that's my Superman. Like that's to me like the great, the greatest representation of that character. And therefore like, I just can't believe that he would recklessly (laughs) take down a city. (laughs) I mean, like that.
0: Not even Brandon Routh took out a city. No. He got shot in the eye, that it, and that it, was it. And see, well, you don't really, like really nothing movies, else. Josh. Really, nothing else happened in that movie.
2: <laughs> Josh, like, you don't like Marvel movies, them. but they 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 address exactly that in the Avengers mo- series of movies Do they? about them destroying. Yeah, destroying um, New York. In Ultron, they destroy some city, some fictional city that starts with a V,
0: Bacovia or something like that. In and yeah, in in treaty. Africa, they make but, a treaty. And, yeah or wait, that was the U.N. They blew, I don't remember. I don't remember those movies. Anyway, Um, But like they blew up New York, just like straight up like space aliens attack New York. And then it's just like, we're going to mention it very briefly in Spider-Man and then really never again.
1: No, you didn't see the whole thing. Yeah, you don't. You didn't see the whole thing. I don't know what you're talking about. You got to watch the story. (laughs) It's a connected (laughs) <laughs> it weaves it weaves in and out of all the movies you got exactly. yeah but
0: i don't care about half the stuff i don't care about <laughs> ant-man that's how, thought, but that's i thought movie. doctor strange that's was fantastic. just up, was we're doing a whole <laughs> marvel episode zach i get to <laughs> air my dirty laundry now that's fine uh no i i did uh, i didn't care about like doctor strange it was just iron man neither did i but it was fantastic no it wasn't it, it oh, wasn't it was so good. good him running around like this that's stupid ah, i can't help it, it. like he's just like mm. so sad it, and it's the, same, it's the same exact story as Iron Man. like Tony Stark's origin story is Doctor Strange's origin story. I Do we really both have two, two egocentric uh, rich guys who have an accident, who then, uh, because of somebody else, have to learn that they themselves are not the most important thing, but the world is the most important thing? And if you saw
1: Endgame, then you would realize it makes perfect sense that they get together and get married mm-hmm. and, and, live, and live and move in together. They didn't that, even address realize... the fact
0: that they both have the same facial hair. Tom Holland <laughs> would have been perfect for that. He should have been like, You guys have the same. Like, look at that. It's like, but no, because Disney is hey, that's terrible. <laughs> you got a point.
1: You yes. got a point. I'll give you All that.
2: Right. I will I'll give you that, that one.
0: <laughs> and that second Guardians movie is trash.
1: Definitely well, not as 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 memorable as as the first one, and I still uh, my my voice actor uh, bitterness comes in because I'm like, they must have paid Vin Diesel a million dollars to say I am Groot five times. Oh yeah, and and why why <laughs> why Vin Diesel? Why not why not Josh here or or David Soboloff or Just anybody? Michael or Michael Jason Marsden or Jason yeah. Mar- I could say or James
0: Marsden. Anybody could have. <laughs>
1: James is fine. I could have used that work, but <laughs> he was but, doing uh, Sonic. He was doing the Sonic, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's just that gets me. That just gets for me. sure.
0: Well, then there was, uh, it, was it was Alan Titter who did Hey Hey and Moana, mm. and I'm like, how much did you pay that guy? How much did you pay him to be a chicken? Overscale. Like, I'm wondering. I'm just like, was that like a cool mill to be like Paka, like the entire movie?
1: I'll give him credit though. He's uh, he, he he does a lot of voices and all. He does so this, much, and he's uh, he's really gifted. So I can. I, he's one of those guys that deserves it. I, you know, the the, I, the actor, the ego part of me is like, man, you know, I would like to have read for that, but uh, but he he knocks it out of the park. Oh time. yeah, definitely. But like, I
0: mean, he was a chicken. Yeah. Like how much you could pay for somebody's got to do
1: it. Somebody's got to be
2: a chicken. And, and I, I guess,
1: would love to have been it, in the recording yeah. sessions for uh, BB8 because that was. Oh yeah, uh, what's his nuts? Um, John Hader. Not John Hader. That's Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I was like, yeah. John
0: I, was in like, I didn't know he was in. <laughs> um,
1: uh, you know what I'm talking about from SNL. Bill Hader. Bill Hader from Oklahoma.
0: <laughs> We've got four. Oh, there you go. That's a callback. There you go. There you go.
1: Because apparently he he orchestrated the voice the voiceover deliveries for that. All the beeps and stuff. He was definitely part of that.
0: Hmm. Did you know that? That's weird. I didn't know that. I know he did that really good Tauntaun impression. Honestly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good. Like you're like, "Oh wow, that's a straight up Tauntaun. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, Jason, what's your what's your favorite uh, series? Now that we've been talking about the Marvels and the DC's and the Star War, um, cuz mm-hmm. let's be let's be technical. It's one war that goes through 9 movies, so it's just yeah. the Star War. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I I didn't make Zach's it
1: shaking his head. He's that's also cool. a Star Trek
0: guy, not a Star Wars guy. so here's the thing. I grew up with Star Trek and I grew up with Star Wars. I read all the Star Wars novels. I didn't, I'm just kidding there's that's not possible. Um, I read a lot of the Star Wars novels like as a kid, uh, and then Disney buys Star Wars and then they just were like, oh yeah, all that stuff that you've remembered it doesn't exist anymore. It's all <laughs> fake. And I'm like, well, there goes my star wars done um but no like what's what's your like what's your big uh your big thing like what's your big like series of movies like uh our, my friend Jason loves like the aliens movies like that whole franchise
1: um like what's what's your like top I, uh, franchise i like uh i like indiana jones mm. and uh and i i do like the batman movies uh uh not so much uh Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, but uh, I love- uh,
0: So hold on, so you have a problem with Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones and Arnold Schwarzenegger? And no, Thir- I have a
1: problem with Warner Brothers Studios thinking, saying, look, we can't sell toys because it's so dark. You can't have, you can't make toys out of a drooling, ugly Danny DeVito. Uh, so now we got to lighten it up. And uh, and I, I blame that, you know, I love Joel Schumacher. I love all those guys. Um, uh, I just was extremely disappointed because I, I, I showed the original, the, the eighty nine Batman, to my son a few weeks ago, and I, then I started watching it from his point of view, because like he has already like he's not a big Batman fan like me, but he's already been introduced to these different kinds of Batman. Okay, before Michael Keaton, all we had was Adam West, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to go from that to black suit, super dark, super badass, just rocked my world. And yeah. then Batman Returns, which is a little bit more polished, but I loved it's it. It's not I that
0: polished.
1: Uh, there's, I mean, I,
0: there, there's a lot of death, and we have, so we, for whatever reason, decided like, uh, like maybe a couple weeks ago that we were going to watch Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, cool. let's Let's watch it. It'll be fun. I haven't seen it in ages. Um, so we're watching her DVD version and I had to, had to be like, wait a second, go back. There's a part in the DVD, which they've, and it's on hers, Mm -hmm. which they have removed for subsequent releases. So any, any time that they put it on Blu-ray or anything, it's been removed, but there's a part where, it's when ba- there's Batman and there's uh, DeVito and they're just kind of like looking at each other like in front of the department store and Catwoman is back flipping over to them. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot, what's her name?
1: Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: I was thinking Selma Hayek, but that's not correct. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. What would
1: have been a great choice as Catwoman? It,
0: <laughs> you see her <laughs> kneeling down in front of the two while her double is back flipping to them. And it's just like, wait, this got left in the movie? There wasn't anybody who was like, wait a second, you can totally see Michelle Pfeiffer down here, ready to spring up and deliver her lines. It's just like, like I had to rewind it, and I was like, there's no way I've my eyes are playing tricks, and it was there, and Amazing. it's just like, this this is on DVD. This I didn't understand.
1: Well, the, the, back in the day, they had to, to uh, format this picture to fit your screen. So they had expand certain things, and then stuff that was out of frame is now in frame. So that it's not like it was cut out. It's just that whoever was processing it didn't notice or just didn't care. I mean, like millions of units to send out.
0: Well, it's weird because it's not like – I mean, I can understand like if you went from like, full screen to widescreen and she was off to the side, mm-hmm. but she's like literally in the middle of the picture. Mm-hmm.
1: and like the two of them are here and she's like right in the middle and i'm like do you remember what? in Wee's big adventure when he's when he goes to the bike store he parks his bike and he's taking the like circus long amount of chain out of his bike oh like, yeah and in the early even in the film release you could see the they framed it so you could see the bottom of the the thing so obviously it's not a bunch of chain in a small bag you can see the chain you know, being pulled through, and only when it got a re-release on DVD did they fix that. Oh wow!
0: Oh man, yeah. I, I I don't think they fixed Jurassic Park though. Uh, which part? The uh, there's there's the boom mic, that you see, and then there's in the in both of them are in the. Uh, well, there, there's one scene where like the T Rex is like eating a raptor, and then like it's there for one second and then not there. I think they fixed that part, but. Just like, a, like just like two frames where like there's no raptor and then there's a raptor back in T-Rex's mouth. Um, but in the kitchen, there's a boom mic. And then you also see when the raptor kicks the door in, mm-hmm. they have the puppet there. And then you see a hand go out and steady the raptor puppet so it doesn't tip over. <laughs> I still don't think that's been removed. I'm going to have to... I noticed that. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Like go back and watch it. You'll see and you'll just see this hand go off to the side and like make sure that the probably few thousand dollar puppet doesn't tip over it's good stuff man the illusion is broken oh man those are the best those it's like when you you go to a movie theater and like Mm. it's like a hometown movie theater and there's like a little tear in Mm. the in the screen and then you tell somebody else and then like their experience is ruined because they will only ever see that tear in the screen (laughs) from then on It's the best. You're that guy. All right. I mean, it was ruined for me, so I have to do it for
1: others.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jason, this was fun. Thank you so much for coming on, man.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, no problem. So where can everybody find you and uh, Mars Variety (laughs) Show social media-wise?
1: You can find me on Instagram, at Jason Marsden. Um, And uh, I would love it if you followed me also on Instagram, at Mars Presents. Even more importantly, on YouTube. Uh, Mars presents on YouTube. Please make sure you like and subscribe. Uh it really helps. You're helping out the independent artists uh, who are who are featured in these shows.
0: Nice. And we'll put links to um the YouTube and to social, everything. Uh that'll be in the show notes. So all you have to do is scroll down, click on perfect. those, and it'll take you right there. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Zach, what about you?
2: Yeah, uh, just want to say thank you uh for giving me the opportunity to to fangirl out a little bit and uh, hey.
1: I think we a, both
2: fangirled out. It was a pleasure talking to you. Um, same,
1: same, same. Thank you, guys.
2: And we just, you know, I look forward to seeing, you know, seeing what's coming. You're doing great things, and, and I'm excited to see um, everything that you're doing with the show and, and all of that.
0: So,
1: John, appreciate you guys. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear the, your new theme song by one out of 10.
0: Uh, yeah, we're, we'll, 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 we'll hit them up. Yeah. Uh, but, Zach, yeah, what about you? Social medias?
2: Oh, my social medias? Yeah. How do we get it? Uh, we'll of talk of about that later. Too. I'm not worried about that
0: right now. If we're ending the show. I know, he, but are you going to do want, yours
1: He doesn't want people to contact him. Is what? It <laughs> you can find me at the Zach Mamba Two Four on Twitter.
2: That's mm-hmm. where you can find me.
0: Nice. uh And see, because we we do you guys, and then be like, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L Kane, and then we roll into where you can find the podcast. It's like a roll, roll. See, yeah, I haven't finished an episode yet, so that's. Y- you know, I mean, it happens. <laughs> um, uh You can uh you can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All of our episodes are available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify. um Now on Amazon Music, that's a thing now. So mm. they have a podcast thing, and you can listen to podcasts on Amazon Music. um You can also find some of our older stuff on YouTube at Animation Station Podcast. Um, be sure and, you know, like, uh, leave us a review, rate us, because that helps us get found on iTunes. Jay, Jason knows all about that. Like, doing the yeah. liking and, you know, commenting and everything, that helps you, the algorithms, like, boost you forward so that people can find you.
1: It helps. It helps people.
0: Uh, and, yeah, uh, be sure and buy some fig liqueur. Some German fig some, liqueur. It's the best Some
1: Kleiner Feigling. Kleiner Kleine like Feigling. Fig liqueur. Go fig oh. yourself.
0: <laughs> is that one of their taglines? Just go figure yourself. It no, it's
1: it, it is. It's one that I made up, and they nice. like they're like, go ahead. So that's that's. Uh, <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, I, one of our uh, I I, me, I have comedy writers who deserve that that credit. I'm okay. One
0: of our taglines. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Um, so uh, for the anime, wow, that's not the name of the show. So for What's a Phantom? Uh, my name is Josh.
1: I'm Zach. I'm Mars. Bye, everybody.